Yeah, 10 years for Friday night? Um, yeah, look, we've got everyone fit and available, so um, we'll just have to wait for Goody. He arrives back into Adelaide tonight from his flight, so if he pulls up good, then you know, we will have to make a decision on whether he, he starts or sits on the bench. Is it, is it realistic, do you think, that he could get a start, given he's had travel and a couple of things? Yeah, look, we'll just wait and see, um, see how he feels tomorrow. Um, if he feels good to go, then we'll consider starting him. Do you envisage a few other changes, given how well the subs that came on in the second half last week performed? Yeah, look, um, as I said, after the game last week, it was most probably our poorest performance. Um, but in saying that, you know, the effort the, the boys put in to, to keep in the game and then to, and the desire to win that they showed towards the end, it was uh, fantastic. And as you said, the, the four substitutes that came on were a big part of that. So, um, and you know, we, we say that it's, it's about the team. It's the whole squad that um, we need. Um, when you're called upon, you know, you have to do a job for the team. And that's what happened last week. And, you know, the same tomorrow. It's going to be a big game tomorrow, Sydney. You know, they're um, starting to pick points up as well and, and showing to get back to their best. So it's going to be an exciting game tomorrow. Can you foresee Hiroshi playing 90 minutes or at least starting in the, in the near future? Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, we've, we, I've said from day one, we'll, you know, give him time to get his fitness up. And we've been increasing his minutes each week and increasing his training load um, to make sure that he's, you know, at that level that he can perform at his best. Um, and we, sh we saw that again last week. You know, the goal he scored, plus the he had another chance where the keeper made a great save. So, look, there's, you know, he'll most probably start tomorrow. Um, you know, we need that focal point where he brings players into the game and he, and he showed that with the, with the quality that he had last week. And a Steph as well? Yeah, Steph's recovered from his illness. Um, he had a, a stomach bug last, last week. Uh, you know, I feel sorry for Steph. To have a two and a half hour bus trip where you're sitting on the bus toilet is not, not, not pleasant. So, um, um, you know, he's pulled up well, so he's trained, you know, the last few days. So he's back into the team for tomorrow night. How is the, the step situation going for you guys? Because last week you said that if he played, it would probably be his last because at some point you've got to, you've got to cut off yeah. and make a break up and move on. But obviously not just yet. Yeah, not just yet. As far as I know, they're still waiting for the visa. So I'm, as far as my understanding is, we've got him for this game and next week's game. Um, and then that's, I think that's the cutoff date um, for the visa and that. So, um, um, so we're fortunate enough that we get him for two more games. Do you think there's a chance that it could be beyond that? Is there a No, I think that's, I think that's the, the final date because I, I believe that um, they're not too far away from starting their league over there. Um, so they will want him as soon as possible, and it's just a matter of um, getting through that process of the visa. And how's the search for a replacement going? Yeah, we've, we've found our replacement. Um, so hopefully he'll arrive into the country in the next, um, by the weekend, hopefully, we hope. Um, again, we just have to wait and see how long the process takes to, to get him into the country. Any, any hints, on, or hints of the player or the style of player? Um, yeah, look, when, when um, we're close enough to getting him here in the country, then I'm sure the club will make, make that final announcement. There's been some reports of Zach Clock from England. Um, it's been linked to your club. Look, all I can say is, you know, um, we have found a, a replacement and, and he's at a good age. He's played at a good level um, and he's an exciting player. Um, 
and something that, as I've always said, that we we needed. We needed a creative player, and it's a creative player that we've we found. So um, you know, we're really looking forward to him getting into the country and and, and playing. And hopefully, and the sooner we can organise the the visas and the flights, the the better it is. He wouldn't have had the score of twenty odd goals for Bolton and moved to Carlisle. Yeah, I can't say that at the moment. Um, as I said, we were looking at a few players. Um, um, we almost went for an ex-Australian player, but uh, in the end, we've gone for this foreign player. Um, did, did we see a glimpse into the leadership future with, with Brian wearing the armband uh, against Newcastle? Is that something that you could foresee happening once Steph does depart? Yeah, look, as uh, I, I think someone asked me a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, Ryan's in our leadership group. Um, he's and he's shown some great leadership this year. As you said, we've got some good young players that need to, to learn from, and, and, and Kits does a, a great role in that in, and takes good responsibility of looking after the younger players. So as I said, we've got um, some fantastic senior players there that have been captains of the club as well, that provide that leadership to, to the playing group. And, and Ryan, last week, you know, um, I, have, I have no secrets in that I like our captain to be a South Australian player um, and you know Ryan is a South Australian player and we've got a few more that are around that mark so we'll make that decision once Steph moves on. I'm sure you can't say a whole lot Carl but with a potential ownership change coming up have you been involved in any of that or have you just watched on from the sidelines? Yeah I only hear what I what I um, see in in the press so um, you know my job is to coach the team so I'm not quite across all of that, um, but when, if it does happen or when happens, then you know, we'll, you know, it won't change my role. In your experience in, in football, just generically almost, what can a, a change in ownership do for a club? Yeah, look, I'm not too sure. It depends on you know, what's, what the role is of the new owners, if, you know, what they want to achieve with the club. Um, I, as I said, my role is to coach the, the team and that's my focus at the moment. Um, you know, we've got some big games coming up. Um, we're on a, a good winning streak at the moment and we want to continue that on, on Friday. That's all, all we're focusing on at the moment. You would have seen um, quite a few young players now first onto the scene um, as really young players at Adelaide United and then maybe not quite go on to have the, the, the immediate impact of... We thought, have you learned anything in terms of how you might deal with Nestor now that he's had this moment off the bench? Will you take a different approach than maybe the club has in the past that some of these young guns have you know, scored goals early in their career? Yeah, look, we, you know, as I said, we have a, a philosophy here where we want to provide opportunities for our young players. Um, and they have to do the work to, to get that, those opportunities. And Nestor, you know, he... Did exceptionally well when he came on last week, but he's still very young, and, and it's important that he learns um, the responsibilities of what it takes to be a professional player. Um, and so we'll take our time with him. Um, we want him to have a long, successful career, like a lot of the younger players that we've got. So we'll, we'll be mindful of you know how he's exposed um, in, in his playing minutes and what he does around the um, the playing group, because um, he is a very young um, young kid. Um, and so we have to be very mindful of that. So, you know, if he plays tomorrow or has a part to play tomorrow, again, you know, we'll send him out there and let him enjoy his football. And just like my question about sheltering him, how exciting is he? Yeah, look, he, he's, a, he's a little bit different to a lot of the young, other younger boys. Um, Nesta, he's had, a, I suppose, a different upbringing. Um, uh, he's a very, <laughs> when, you have a, a, when you actually talk to him, you, you, 
you get quite a straight face from him. Um, he's very quiet, um, but when he's around his playing mates, he's a, a different person. So, um, look, he's he's fairly cool and, and collected with his thoughts. So, um, you know, we'd take our time with him. You said Hiroshi might be in line for a start after playing 45 last week. Is that the same for Lockie? Yeah, most definitely. I thought Lockie was um, fantastic when he came on last week. He provided that spark. He kept the ball for us. Um, and again, you know, we did the same thing with Lockie, giving him time to, to get his um, training loads up to a level where he can play more than 45 minutes. Um, and we saw that last week with his quality. Um, so there's a good chance that he will start tomorrow night as well. He seemed to uh, really come into his own when he played uh, towards the I don't know, back half hour, more of a, as a creative sort of central midfielder. I know he brought over more as a wing, but do you think that that's... Yeah, look, Lockie can, has that creativity where he can play anywhere across the front, in, in the midfield or up front, um, because he has the quality that he can run with the ball um, and, and has, has a very good eye for a pass. And, you know, that's something that we need. And he has that creativity. You know, the, the ball that he played for Josh to, for the winning goal and then his run to get into the box that took all the defenders away for Hiroshi to have the header at the back post was, was excellent to, to be able to do that right in that last minute. Um, and that's what we want. We want our players to have that desire to, to want to win. Can I just ask one more holistically on, the, on where the, the, the team's at at the moment? Your form is really sort of on, on a bit of an uptick. Where do you, where do you rate where the, where the club's at in the last month or two? Yeah, look, we're, we're slowly building it. I've said this all the way the time. You know, we've, people, we've had a lot of draws at the beginning of the season, which is not great, but um, they're not losses. So. And you've got to remind, remember, we, you know, we've only lost two games out of the 10 that we've played and we've played the top three teams. I think that takes up over half the games um, that we've played. So, um, and we're in for a tough run. You know, we've got um, three away games after this one. So it's just a matter of taking one game at a time. You know, it's a big game for us tomorrow night against Sydney. As I said, the, they've been the benchmark team for the last five, six seasons. Um, and our focus is on that game tomorrow night. And, you know, they've been, you know, last season here we didn't play very well against them, so that's something that we have to be mindful of. Um, and we lost to them in the semi-final last year, so we've, you know, we, we need to keep our focus at, on tomorrow's game and, and pick up the three points. Just quickly, Carl. I mean, I know you said last week was the worst performance. Well, what did the review show, and what needs to change tomorrow night? Yeah, look, it, um, defensively we were solid last week. I, I think we got our defensive structure pretty good. Um, you know. Even though we didn't play that well and uh, Newcastle had a lot of possession, they, um, I think Joe only had to make one save in the whole game. So defensively, we were good. Um, it was just our movement with the ball um, and our movement off the ball um, just wasn't there last week. So we couldn't keep the ball. And when you can't keep the ball, you're under a lot of pressure. Um, so we put a lot of pressure on our defensive structure last week. And to their credit, they held up and, and did a good job. Um, so, you know, this week, um, we, you know, we've just refocused on how we want to play and on our, our movements and, and wanting to, to play a bit more. You address the discipline, you seem to be copying a lot of carbs. Yeah, look, that's, that's football, you know, you can't, um, you know, for me, you know, the players go out and play, that you know, you've got to want to win the ball and, and put your body on the line. Um, I have no issue at the moment with, it, with the discipline, um, you know, that's the way it is. They often say uh, good teams win when they're not playing well. Is it, in a way, almost encouraging that you're still getting results when that performance isn't there, whereas it's end of last season and start of this year, maybe the performance was there, but the results 
Yeah, look, that's football. Um, and, you know, it's good that we're finally on the other side of um, a poor performance and picking up the points. Um, you know, it's too many times it's been around the other way for us. Um, but that's, as I said, we're really focusing on our mental aspect of the game and pushing to be, and they have that desire that you want to be win everything, not just win the three points, win every tackle, win every pass. So that's been a big focus for the playing group and they showed that last week.